Aloha, people of God. It's your brother Mike Dillard coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to Fully Submitted. Oh, you know what time it is. You know what time it is. It's time to praise the Lord. It's time to listen out for the Most High God. Listen for your father. Come on now. Your father is speaking to you. Are you listening? Are you slowing down? Are you turning your music down, so to speak? Your internal music, your external music, all the noisiness of your life, are you turning it down so that you can hear the still, small voice of God? Mm. God is talking to you. He is trying to get your attention right now. I'm not even just saying with this podcast, but 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 brothers and sisters, Father is trying to get your attention in this season. And you've got to turn your volume down. You've got to minimize the, the amount of distractions and craziness or, 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 or uh, shenanigans, you know, chaos in your life. You got to minimize it. You got to calm down. You got to quiet down. You got to quiet down. OK, this message today is going to help you not necessarily help you quiet down, but it's going to help you to shake some stuff off so that you can hear the Lord. I'll just put it like that. All right. We're going to go ahead and pray and then we're going to get it started. All right, let's do this. Father God, we thank you. You're the most high God, the glorious God of Israel. Hallelujah. There is no God greater than you, almighty God. Hallelujah. For you are the alpha and the omega. Oh God. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name, God. Self-existing one, God. Hallelujah. Before anything was, you was. You am. Hallelujah. Oh God, surely you have heard the cries of your people, God. Surely you have heard the cries of their heart, oh God, even more so than the cries of their mouths, God. Oh God, they need you to lift their head up today. They need you to lift their up, oh God. And so, Father, I thank you for this message that you have given me to give to my brothers and sisters in the body of Christ that they might receive it. Father, I pray you give them the ears to hear what thus saith the Lord. God, I pray you give them the right frame of heart, God. Help them to receive this message, God, and to apply it immediately in the name of Jesus. And thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Woo, y'all see I'm lit today, okay? Sometimes I come on, I'm not lit. You never know. <laughs> you never know how it's going to be when I come on here, right? Let me tell you, this is not how I was the whole time throughout this day, right? Y'all know I come on and I share stuff with you. You know, my wife is still on vacation, so it's been a little kind of hard for me, just, just being transparent. It's been kind of hard, you know, to get my praise on, but I manage, right? I manage. But, uh, oh, man, I, I went out for a drive tonight to work on some poems, you know, go somewhere and sit down and work on some new poems. And uh, on the way back, you know, a song popped into my head and uh, it was Emmanuel. Emmanuel, 
Emmanuel, right? We worship you. That song, I don't know if y'all ever heard that by Norman Hutchins. But anyway, I blasted that in my car for like 30 minutes. And then <laughs> by the time I got home, I knew I was going to give God praise. I knew I was going to worship him. See, there's been some things that I can feel. I do have a title. I am going to give it. There's been some things that I felt in my in my gut, so to speak, in my soul, right? And I'm like, man, what is going on? Why can't I shake this stuff? You know, I'm praying, I'm journaling, but I was reminded tonight, some things, you know, like how some things go only by prayer and fasting, some things go by worship, some things go by praise. I don't mean, you know, I heard this little song on the radio, I sang a song along with it for three minutes. There we go. I praise the Lord. No, that's checking the box off. It's nice that you listen to that instead of listening to something about, you know, something sexual or violent or whatever else is going on in the world. That's real nice. But listen, if you want to shake something off of you, like I remember um, it was a song they used to sing to the little kids in church, right? And it was shake, 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 shake the devil off. Shake, 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 shake the devil off. Remember that song? Shake, 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 shake the devil off. In the name of Jesus, shake the devil off. So you have to shake some stuff off of you sometimes. And the way that you do that is with praise. It doesn't matter if you're a good singer or not. Doesn't matter. God says, make a joyful noise unto him. You make that noise to God. You're his child, okay? Oh, yeah, title. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The title of this episode is, you know, I'm just going to put Shake the Devil Off. I had something else, but you know what? I'm going to put that. <laughs> That's going to be the title, Shake the Devil Off. Shake the Devil Off. Okay, okay. And our, um, our scriptures for today are coming from the primary scriptures anyway, are coming from Isaiah 61 verses... Three. Oh wow, that's just verse three. That's a long. Th that's a long verse. Okay, Isaiah sixty-one verse three, and then all of Psalm one twenty-one. Okay, all right, all right. So anyway, like I said, some stuff you just gotta shake off. And when you think about shaking something off, think about Paul. Remember when the Apostle Paul? You know they. They kind of got shipwrecked on an island and then, you know, they're around this fire. The people that got off the boat and there was some some um, indigenous peoples that lived there already. And a snake, a poisonous snake bit Paul and the people that lived there, they knew that snake was poisonous. It was fatal. It was deadly. So, they, you know, the snake bit Paul. Paul shook it off and threw it in the fire. It was almost more of like an annoyance, like a like a nuisance. It bit me. Hey, get that. Get out. Get off of me. And the people were waiting for Paul to die. Nothing happened to him. <laughs> Nothing happened to him. So then they thought, okay, he must be some type of a deity or something because he should be dead. He's just fine. So, you know, the, the focusing part here is it's about shaking off that thing and being just fine. Okay. So in Isaiah 61, 
verse 3. I, you know, I'll start at verse 1 and we'll read through verse 3. But the real focus is verse 3. Okay, here we go. Isaiah 61, verse 3, uh, 1 through 3. This is the King James Version. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, excuse me, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Now, I'm going to go ahead and also read this in the ESV version, which is the English Standard Version. Because it reads just a little bit differently, but you're going to you're going to get it. OK, <laughs> Isaiah 61 verses 1 through 3 in the ESV. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn, to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Now, all of y'all listening are humans. I think that's a fair assumption that I can make and we can agree. We're all humans, okay? And as such, that means from time to time, we gonna, as we say in the black, the black church, you gonna go through it, okay? From time to time, you gonna go through it. You gonna go through something that's gonna get you down. You gonna, you gonna take on some type of emotional burden, some type of a weight. It could be that somebody said something to you Somebody did something to you. Something happened to somebody that you care about. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe the money got messed up. Somebody cheated on you a lot. I don't know. But you're going to go through something. That is the world we live in. It's a fallen world. And of course, the devil and his demons and all types of stuff is all around. And then you got wicked people doing stuff against you. And then you also got people that don't mean to be wicked. They ain't trying to be wicked. They're just people. They did something or said something and didn't even realize it done jacked you up emotionally. It, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff happens. We're in this world. Okay. And so when that happens, you get down, right? Maybe you get tired. You get real sleepy. Oh, I just don't feel like doing so-and-so. I don't feel like reading the Bible. I don't feel like praising the Lord. You know, I mean, I'm right there with y'all. It happens to me too, right? <laughs> it happens to me too. I'm a human. It, it happens. And so because of this, we have to understand when that happens, you're not going to feel like doing the thing that you need 
to do. And I always say this is really the mark of an immature Christian, quite honestly. If you're waiting to feel like doing stuff, that's an, that's immaturity because the devil will see that, oh, you're the type of Christian that you're going to wait until you feel like doing X, Y, Z. I'm going to keep slapping you around in. I'm going to keep bashing you upside the head. I'm going to keep slapping you around and bringing all types of stuff into your life. And that way, what? Well, you'll never feel like praising God because you're an emotional Christian, which means you're a weak Christian. You're tied into your flesh. Right? We're, we're, we're not called to be weak like that. We are called to do the things that the Lord has told us to do in the Bible. He gave you the Holy Ghost. He gave me the Holy Ghost. So we have strength, right? God said, I didn't give you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of what? Power, power, power. God gave you a spirit of power. As a matter of fact, Isaiah 61, this is what that whole thing is about. It's about the spirit of, of the Lord God being upon you, being upon me. It's God's spirit who makes us strong. Your strength naturally, I always say, it's feeble at best. Same with, same with me. What does a demon care about you and me? What does a fallen angel care about our strength? Man, that's nothing. They laugh at us. It's, it's, it's nothing to them. We need the Holy Ghost. Now, we've come to Christ even if you didn't ask to be baptized in the Holy Ghost, you still have the Holy Ghost, okay? You still have the Holy Ghost. He's inside of you, right? Which means he is going to help you. That's who the Holy Spirit is. He's your helper. So when you get down or when you're trying to do something in life, you don't have to use your own strength anymore. You don't have to. Now, an immature Christian doesn't know any better, and so they're going to keep trying to muscle through stuff on their own. They're not going to go to the Holy Spirit, who God gave them, to give them help. They're not going to do that. They're going to try and do it on their own until they eventually learn, you know what? Let me stop. God, please help me. I can't do this. Then they'll tap into the power of the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost will help them go through that. It's amazing. Once you do that, yay, so many times, you realize, you know what? I've been doing it the hard way all along. I ain't doing that no more. <laughs> I'm going to lean on the Lord. I'm going to lean on the Holy Ghost. Hold on. Let's turn to this scripture right quick. In Acts, Acts, not A-X-E, A-C-T-S, Acts. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I got to find the right scripture. Okay, well, here's one of them right here. The uh, uh, Acts 1, verse 7. He said to them, he being Jesus, it is, it is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Okay. So this is Jesus telling his people right there, right? That they were going to receive power. 
And, and, and matter of fact, if you go up to verse four, Acts one, verse four, it says, and, and while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the father, which he said, you heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So anyway, look, you have the Holy Spirit who is going to help you. All right. Going back to Isaiah. We're going back to Isaiah 61. Which is our primary scripture from this uh, for this lesson. So again, Isaiah 61 is talking about the spirit of the Lord God being upon you. Now, one of the things that we can do because the spirit of the Lord God is upon us, he he's on us to do to, to do what? To help us to do this for ourselves and others. One of these things is to grant those who mourn in Zion. So if you're mourning, you're obviously sad. You're, 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 you're lamenting about something to grant to those who mourn in Zion to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes. So, right. The oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit. So you can clearly see the Lord is painting this picture. Right? There's something that's going to cause you to be heavy. There's something that's going to cause you to maybe feel desolate or maybe cause you to feel emptiness. But God has given you the Holy Spirit so that way you can be intentional about it and override the heaviness. You can boot the squatter out, so to speak, of your spiritual house. A squatter is somebody that doesn't belong. You know, they're in a house illegally. They're sitting there. They're taking up space. They made room in there. They ain't supposed to be there. They're, it's illegal for squatters to be there. But when people don't know the laws, then a squatter gets to stay. So you have this, this, this spirit of heaviness, or of mourning, of, of gloom, right? That comes along when stuff happens to you in your life. It's not just your emotions. It's stuff that comes at you spiritually. These squatters, they want to just come and chill with you and just hang out. It's not enough just to be like, oh, I'm going to be positive. That's not enough because they'll just hang there. They're like, oh, they don't realize we're here. They haven't rebuked us yet. They haven't booted us out using the right weapons we don't have to go anywhere. I'm going to hang out with them for a few days or as long as they let me hang out here. Now, how do you get rid of them? You got to shake those jokers off. You got to shake it off of you through praise. It talks about right there, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit. When you're going through stuff, that's how you feel. You feel faint. Oh, I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like doing that. You don't need to take a pill. Okay. You, you don't need a motivational tape. What you need to do is worship. He tells you right there. It's the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit. The oil of gladness instead of mourning. He's going to give you a beautiful headdress instead of ashes. All of these things are things that you put on. You have to put it on you. Like God gave you the materials. He gave you what you need to do, but you still have to put it on. I could buy a, a whole wardrobe for you guys. Okay. For all, I could buy a whole wardrobe for you, but you know what? Even though I gave you all those nice clothes and shoes and hats and, 
you know, nice purses and whatever else, you still have to put it on. If you don't put it on, guess what? You're going to be walking around in your pajamas all day (laughs) or whatever, okay? That might sound a little bit ridiculous, but that's how it is. So what you have to do, you have to be intentional and tell yourself, I am going to praise God. Well, how do you do that? What you can do is you can just go to the Psalms. Well, let me back up. You can put on gospel song. Like I had a particular gospel song on it, right? I played it for like 30 minutes. Because what that's doing is it's, it's reminding you of God's goodness. The particular song. Again, not enough. You just played it one time, three minutes. I checked the box. That, that's not it. You're not, you're not going in deep enough into the worship, right? But maybe you play it for like 10 minutes. I don't know. Maybe you just put a particular album that really, you know, it helps you to focus on the Lord and be mindful of God and what he's done in your life. See, when you start focusing on that, when you start focusing on the Lord and what he's done, what he said to you, he's going to do what he's given you already. When you focus on the Lord, all the other stuff that was bothering you, it really does shrink down. It's still there. The problem is still there. But, you know, now you have a true godly perspective on things. That thing, that 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 problem is really a little problem. It, you know, comparatively compared to the Lord, it's not that big of a deal. God already got it. Focus on the Lord. Let me worship him. Now, as you're doing that, as you are putting on this garment of praise, this oil of gladness, this beautiful headdress, as you are intentionally putting this on, singing praise to God, worshiping him, telling him how awesome he is, reminding him and you of the things he's done in your life. Oh God, you're so good to me. God, I remember when I was homeless. This is real. God, I remember when I was homeless. God, I remember when I was sleeping on people's couches, God. I remember when I didn't have any money, God, to buy food and you blessed me, God. You came through and you gave me a job, God. You gave me favor over somebody that was more qualified than me to have the job, God. You bless me and you turn my whole life around, God. See, when you start doing stuff like that, oh, look out. See, now you're shaking. You're shaking that that viper off you. You're shaking that spirit of heaviness off you. It cannot stand. You're submitting yourself unto God and you're resisting that devil. And when you do that, It says he will flee from you. That is what needs to happen. So I'm I'm just here to tell you, right? You know you're going to have days in life where you kind of down, down, down. You don't have to stay down. You don't have to wait for somebody to come and cheer you up, give you a little pep talk. You're a mature Christian. You are a mature Christian. One more time. You are a mature Christian. Christian, right? That means you are eating spiritual meat, spiritual food. You ain't no little baby. This podcast is for mature Christians. <laughs> you, you're not a little baby. You should know this already. And so I'm reminding you, 
Be intentional. Even though you don't feel like it, you can even ask Holy Spirit, please help me pray. And be honest, Holy Spirit, I don't feel like worshiping the Lord right now. If you don't help me, I'm probably not going to do it. Please help me worship the Lord. Please help me worship the Lord anyway. And he will help you. And here's something else that's going to help you. I've done this before too. Because, you know, you are dealing also with your soul and your soul needs logic. Like I told you the last time, your soul, your mind gets stuck on certain things. Well, what difference does it make anyway? Well, I don't see why, you know, that's not going to help or this and that. You know what you do? I learned this in the military. You tell yourself, do it anyway. Your soul says, I don't feel like doing that. Oh, okay. Do it anyway. Get your hands up. Worship the Lord right now. You, you see what I'm saying? I don't care. I don't care what the emo, what the soul is telling you. You don't let your soul run you. That's backwards. That's backwards. The spirit of God that God placed in you, you know, there's big S spirit, which is the Holy Ghost. And then there's little S spirit. You have a godly spirit with a little S. It's you. That's you. You are supposed to control your body and make it do what it's supposed to do. Paul said, and I got to find this now. Paul said, I beat my body down. I make it my slave. Hold on a second. Where is it? I beat my body in the submission. There it is right here. Let me see. First Corinthians 9, 27. But I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Your body, your flesh always going to want to do wrong. It's the flesh, your emotions. So literally your body will want to do sinful things because it's it's incorruptible flesh. It was, you know, what I'm saying like you're a sinful person. We were born in the sin. It's always there. OK, no matter how long you're a Christian, you are still in an in a corruptible body. Amen. When we get a glorified body, that is an incorruptible body. That body doesn't have a sinful base nature. We won't have a desire to sin. We won't sin. But right now on earth, you and I are in a corruptible body. And guess what that also means? Your emotions, your soul is picking up stuff that your body is feeling, is sensing, right? Things are coming at your body. You're sensing it. Your emotion, your soul is going to want to do. It's going to want to veer off sometimes. But God made you new. He made you alive in Christ. So you don't have a dead human spirit anymore. You are alive in Christ. You have power over your emotions. So don't let your emotions control you. You know, it, it's don't let it control you. You, you need to take charge. When your body tells you, I want to do so-and-so. When your emotions tell you, I want to do so-and-so. All you have to do is be like, uh, no, <laughs> right? Who cares? We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Uh, we're going to praise God anyway. I want to lay down and go to sleep. Oh, really? Too bad. We're going to praise God anyway. Get up right now. And just like you would with a little kid or like you train a, an animal like a dog. Hey, you know, I tell my dog, hey, get up, go in there and go get some food. You know, go out to the bathroom. That's how you got to treat your flesh. It might sound funny, but that's how it is. 
That's how you treat your body. That's how you treat your soul, your emotions. Don't let it control you. You control it. All right. Now we are coming to a close. So. In summary. Remember that God has given you power. You have the Holy Ghost inside of you. And when stuff happens to you and you feel down and there are days it is going to happen. It's not if it's when this stuff happens to you. How are you going to respond? Are you going to call on the Holy Spirit and ask for help? Lord, help me do this. Help me to praise you. Help me to worship you. Help me to put on this garment of praise, the oil of gladness. Are you going to ask him that? Or are you just going to sit around like a bump on a log? Oh, woe is me. I feel so bad. I'm just going to wait. And please, please don't misunderstand me. I'm not trying to minimize certain things that we go through in life are devastating. Okay, some things are devastating and it takes a lot more help to get up and get moving. Right. If you lose somebody, somebody died. There is a a time of mourning. You notice in Isaiah 61, that was one of the things that the Lord pointed out. Right. About mourning. Because there is a season, there is a time for mourning. That's different. That's real heavy. That's different. But even still, mourning is only allowed to go for yay so long and you got to get up. You got to do it. Okay. Remember that. Right. Remember, you control your body and your emotions. You don't let it control you. The Holy Spirit will help you. And you don't have to go along with what you feel. Just say, okay, we're going to do, we're going to praise God anyway. Oh, but we lost our job today. Okay, well, you know what? Guess what? We're going to praise God anyway. So-and-so just left me today, broke my heart. You know, yeah, that sucks. Guess what? We're going to praise God anyway. I've been in that situation. So I'm not just telling you some stuff that's made up. I literally have been in those situations. And it's amazing. Although the situation may not immediately turn around, You have the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. God will literally pick you up, give you a new perspective, and you will be praising God. The the disciples was praising God going into the prison. They were worshiping the Lord. They're in prison. Some of them were supposed to die. People are like, why are they praising God? Why are they singing in here? That That environment was not conducive to be happy and sing. But... They were mature Christians. They had the Holy Spirit and they knew they needed to be intentional and worship the Lord because the joy of the Lord is their strength. Amen. 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 Please get this. Put it into practice immediately. I'm telling you, when you do it, it's going to blow your mind. If you if you haven't already learned that you can lean on the Holy Ghost like this. Okay. And that you can be intentional and start worshiping, even though in your mind is telling you this is stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Trust me, you will see it totally makes spiritual sense when you start doing it. And then the Lord changes. He just going to flip everything around and you're going to be dancing and skipping. You might start crying, right? You're going to get breakthrough. That's how you get breakthrough. Okay. Oh, man, I'm so excited for you guys. All right. Anyway, that is it. That is it. That is it. Hey, remember, I love you with the love of the Lord.
You are loved. Oh my goodness. You are loved and you are special because you believe in the Lord Jesus. You've placed your hope in the Lord. You are special. I don't care if everybody tells you you're a loser. If you lost your job or whatever's going on, let me tell you, you are special to God. You are the apple of his eye. And you have to intensely remind yourself of that and thank God for that too, okay? All right, that's it. Remember, always submit yourself unto God first, then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time, aloha and be blessed.